Hello there, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 252 for batch 6.0. Our topic for this episode is gonna get some Pandaren payback. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. This is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 252 of HearthCast, got a score to settle? We've got you covered. We'll go over a master plan to help you with your garrison missions. And finally, we'll cover when game immersion goes too far. So, hey, Ruth. Hey there, Freckle Face. What did you do this week in the Blizzard universe? Well, you know, I finally uh, took your advice and I got the legendary quest not finished, but I got kind of, I guess, caught up. I now have the stuff to go into Highmall. Gotcha. So what had happened before is I missed getting that corrupted blood off the bottom of the floor after you killed that one boss. In Auchindoon? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I missed that the first time through as well and had to go back and redo it. Because I've done that a couple times, yeah. and I just, I guess I wasn't paying enough attention. You think you would loot off of him? I mean... Yeah. I just, but, uh, but then I saw it on the floor, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe that's it. And I got it, and then I went back and, you know, went through all that. And so just to go through this week and take care of my uh, stuff in Highmall. Well, well, it'll be many weeks. Yeah, it's There's the stones. There's a lot of stones. Yeah. yeah. Well, my Garrison's guys are doing the stone quests now, too. Yeah, they bring you back a few every now yeah. and then. But, uh, <laughs> Three or four yeah. here and there. Come on, guys. Give me more stones. Um, I did, you know, fully get over my fear of running the dungeons, and I just do those. I'm fine. Good deal. I just do yeah, them. You know, and there's usually, you know, maybe two second in DPS, you know. Out of, yeah, not out bad. Of, well, right. there's only a couple of us in there. <laughs> I dropped my enchanting building, and I got the alchemy building because I dropped mining and picked up alchemy. So I'm now a uh, skinner and an alchemist. That's awesome. So are you enjoying the the building as kind of a catch-up mechanic? Yeah, Yeah. it's okay. You know, you get to do it like once a day. You do like a little daily cooldown to help you out, speed up the process, convert like five points or something. So it's getting there. Um, but I'm kind of regretting it because I got rid of the enchanting building and now they've nerfed the jewel crafting payments. Remember I had my little my little slush fund where I have all my little jewel crafting payment bags. And when I was right, right. when I was cashing them, they were like 200 gold a piece. So I threw them all in my bank. I'm like, that's a good, good little yeah, store yeah. weight on those. So apparently now they're like more like a hundred gold a piece, if that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So the value of it changed. I don't know if the value of it changed before or after I put it in my bank. Oh no. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? I know I where you're going. You're I know exactly yeah. where you're going here. Because the amount determined when you pick it up or is it determined when you open it? I don't know. That's the question. And I haven't opened any. <laughs> I just know that the you know, the value, the amount that they that they give changed. And the amount that I was getting from the enchanter's place was more because you get a the some crystal thing that you can make and combine ten into one and sell it for like four hundred gold or whatever. So, or five into one, whatever it is. So I'm doing the math right now to try to figure out if it's you know which one's worth keeping. So we'll see. And oh, this is really funny. I'm at work and I'm showing. You know, we have this cool gaming rig that we built, 
and I was showing some of the other guys who do play WoW, I was trying to show them a particular add-on because we're talking about it. They're like, what's that? I'm like, well, let me show it to you. And I log in into the new into the gaming server, and I've installed Curse on there, of course, and I have my Curse Premium account li- linked to my profile on that computer. And so I log in, and I start doing the thing. And while they were mildly interested in the add-on, they were more interested in the fact that I synced all my add-ons to my account on that server, or that computer, rather. And now they're all like, you know, a couple of them went off immediately and went and got Curse Premium accounts. And then this is great. Like, they're, they're developers. One of the guy comes back. He goes, okay, I'm going to log in. I'm like, awesome. He goes, how come my add-ons aren't synced? I was like, because you don't have it at home. It doesn't know what to sync. I mean, I don't know. You got to, you know, it's not that magic. You have to set it <laughs> right. up you know, a little bit here. You got to do some work. And uh, so anyhow, um, at least one of them got it immediately and the others are going to get a Curse Premium account so they can sync all their add-ons and now they're going to be playing WoW during their lunch breaks. You know, do a battleground or some PvP. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's what that area is for. There's the Wii, there's a PlayStation, we're getting an Xbox. And then you Xbox. have those people popping in there every hour to check their garrisons. No, there's a limitation who, you know, how often people oh, can go back in there. Okay. So, and then it was dreadful. I felt like I had to pull out a stake from my heart. Oh, no. Because one of the guys came up and he said, do you play Hearthstone? <laughs> and I was like, no, never heard of that game. He goes, I thought you played Blizzard games. I'm like, I do. They have a cool game called Hearthstone. <laughs> you had to be that guy. I had to be that guy. Yeah. And he's like, are you sure it's Hearth? I'm like, I don't know, man. I've been doing a podcast called Hearthcast since 2009. I'm pretty sure it's Hearth. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was cool. That was fun. And then they kind of spread around the art office and people were going, Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me while I hearth back to my house. I'm like, oh, geez, guys, come on. <laughs> Give me a break. What about you? How has your week in the Blizzard universe been? Well, in some ways, my week kind of mirrored yours. Ooh. And that, um, well, you and I did the South Shore versus Terran Mill yeah. together. That's we fun. totally destroyed the Alliance. Well, <laughs> kind of. Not really. It was more like, would they have 220 and we had to have 300 kills? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. One of the last days that uh, they had it available wouldn't have got it done if they didn't if they had not had the extension. But it was a lot of fun. Um, so like you, I dropped mining. Ooh. And I picked up engineering to replace it. See, I had this fear now, this massive fear that everybody's going to drop mining because right now it's it's not that it's broken. There's just so much ore. Too much ore. The market is totally saturated. Right. And I just had this feeling that they're going to nerf the mines. Like you're going to come up some days and the mines are going to be closed for like a safety inspection or something. They'll figure or out less some. less nodes or the nodes will yield less. Yeah, They'll yield like, yield like one ore per thing. Right. Or they're going to come up with something that requires more ore to be spent on it to go. So they're going to they're going to level the playing field here. And everybody who's dropped mining is something, you know, you know, I did it because it's not profitable to me. But if you keep it, so I'm going to keep it on some of my tunes. Because I just have a sneaky suspicion that it is going to rebound. Well, we'll see. But for the moment, yeah, I just I want to do something different. Um, I picked up engineering instead, so put the building there to support that. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. And again, it's pretty cool. I make the, uh, the secret to Draenor. You turn those in to get a recipe. And then everything, at least, that I can learn right now is made by using these gear spring parts. Mm, okay. Just a very 
quantity amount of these. So no crazy mats, no, no nothing. You know, I don't have to go to the auction house. I make them all myself, and then I, and that's on the cool down. And then have the work orders to send out, and that's on time limit too. So it's I like how the catch up mechanic is. It's got a forced time limit on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you can't just rush. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like like in Pandaria when we had the cooking. And you, we knew, we figured yeah, it out exactly, right? To go from one to six hundred, right? We went and figured out the exact quantity of everything you needed to level. You, we, we, in fact, we did a whole episode. Go buy this. Here's your shopping list. Exactly. Buy this. Go yeah. there. Stand here. You don't even have to move. <laughs> you didn't know. Um, and then I also dropped the enchanting building just because, like, I don't, I haven't done the math. I haven't crunched the numbers, right? But here's the thing: I feel like I am not getting as much enchanting this stuff. Then I would just vendoring it. Mm. I mean, I could be wrong, but it seems like, you know, I disenchant it and get a few little dust and then I take a bunch of dust and then I get like a piece of a shard and then take a bunch of the pieces and turn it to one thing that I can sell. You can sell the pieces too. Yeah. They don't sell as well as a unique shard, but no, I get you. But the more I think about it, the more I think that the amount of work involved, it's not. It's about work. I mean, I kind of tend to go with my gut and it's just like the one building that kind of went like ugh every single day <laughs> i didn't want to do it <laughs> so i replaced it with a storehouse oh how's that working out for you i'm good i mean all it really does so far is it increases the amount of work orders they have in my other buildings mm-hmm. so it's helping me you know put out more gear spring parts and but it's, it's helping me. not it's not it's not because don't you, tell me that well here's the thing you don't get more work orders you get exactly the same amount of work orders okay you're just able to queue up more work orders, which means you don't have to visit your garrison as often. Well, I don't visit it very often, so I'm getting more. No, you're getting the same amount. Okay, so like your gear, my garrison right now says I can queue up like what, 14, 15 work orders, right? Sure. I go queue them up. Queue, 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 right, queue, right, queue, right, right, right. right. Okay, I usually go back like the next day and I go check on it and it's like at nine. And I go click, 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 and I get, you know, I never hit the, you have, you know, a total of 14 or 15 available anymore because I'm there every morning and I just push, push my availables down to zero, you know, you know, resets in three hours. Awesome. You know, whatever. When you increase that to 21, that's just more you can, you can queue up. It's still the same. It's doing the same amount of work every hour. It's just, you don't have to go visit that person to tell them to do work as often as you would. Well, either way, it's supporting my other buildings. Okay. And I have bank access, which yeah. despite the fact that I have Walter, which is the, the, the grumpy butler, <laughs> he's the lazy butler, the engineering guy. Right. And um, Hobgoblin. I don't know. I had the storehouse for a while, and I did like the fact that I used to go there and hang out and check my bank and do some stuff. Do yeah. Some, you know, I like that. I yeah. like going to the bank and sorting through stuff. It's very zen for me. Like I feel my Get blood pressure. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, oh, man, my blood pressure's rising. Let me go over here. Oh, look at this. There's perfection in my bank. <laughs> Do bank stack, and it goes, perfection already exists. And I go, hmm. I see. Yeah. See? Although sad face, because I did uninstall bank stack, and I just use the default UI one now. Yeah, it's all nice. Clean up bags. And it's actually faster. But it mimics the exact same, like. Pretty much. Yeah, it's exactly the bank it stack. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, kudos to the, to the author of bank stack there. Exactly, exactly. Um, but I finished up all of the spires of Iraq. You're such the completionist. I am. <laughs> it's not so much that is I want more followers. And oh. I had read that there is a few different followers you get. 
by completing the quest lines there. True. Okay. And so I did get one, and the other one I just happened to be running around, and I saw the mark on my mini-map that said there was a follower that I could pick up. Well, I don't think I've ever seen that mark. It's a very small green skull. You know the little symbol when there's a rare on your map? Yeah, I see those, and I see some light blue ones. I don't, think I don't know what the blue green. ones are, but the green ones, when they're small, that means there's a follower. And depending on the note, um, this is all through handy notes. Oh, there we go. That's why I have to turn off right now. You have to turn off right now? Why? I just turned it off right now. Are you trying to be immersive? No. I just I turned it off because I, I put uh, ELVUI back on there and I turned it off. Wasn't that the same add-on that kept you from seeing the garrison uh, alert thing, the mini-map? Yeah. So, I like it. You like it? Why? I like it. It just takes over your UI. It's beautiful. But it's not functional. It is. I just got to go in and figure out where to click the little button to turn it back on is. And I just haven't done that. That's all. QQ. Crap well, face. Anywho. So, yeah, I see a little green skull icon and actually hover and it told me the coordinates to go to and to go into a cave and just go kill people around this guy and talk to him. Sweet. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, Spires of Iraq is really cool. There's a little Hobbit reference, too, which is pretty neat. There's a little encampment with, like, three giants sitting in a circle. Oh. And there's a uh, there's a pack that you pick up, and it's got a burglar's vest and 12 dwarf beard rings. Whoa. I know. That's cray-cray. Yeah, I love the shout-outs like that. Yeah, those are always fun. Always fun. So, in addition... To doing all that, Mrs. Regalvase. Uh, did you have an opportunity to uh, go visit Utgard Pinnacle? I did. That makes me laugh every time now. It's the first boss. Like, I go past her, right? She's still talking. She's still talking, <laughs> and, and, he, and Lich King is like, get rid of the intruders. I'm like halfway like across right. the dungeon by the time she decides <laughs> to attack me. One time I was coming back out, she'd already done her thing, and I was seeing if I could reset the instance and whatnot. And I'm like walking by her, I did like like my weakest instant spell. I'm like, whoosh, is she just dropped? But <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. I remember when you gave me your issues. <laughs> that nice feeling. All right, did you have any problems with the harpoons this week? No, I think I figured it out. Three shots. Yeah. All right. No pet, right? No, I'm, play- I'm doing them on my rogue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. It's not an issue. So you just like fan and eyes while you're running? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, any luck? Did you did the mount drop for you? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I did run it a couple times. Okay. And uh, no luck either. No luck either. No. Um, we f- totally forgot to do the money part. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget. I still got mine. I know you're like looking at me, hoping I wouldn't wouldn't say anything. Just read over it on the notes, <laughs> uh, but it's sitting there. Uh, there was two dollars in. Obviously, you've got yours. I've got right, mine. Right. Uh, that's now a total of four dollars. Right. Uh, going into next week, and next week we'll get the uh, we'll get in the right order. <laughs> Do the money first. <laughs> Is that how things work? <laughs> yeah, you gotta get the money first. Make oh. the bet interesting, not just you know. <laughs> Of course, at $4, it's not that big of a deal. Coming up next in general chat. Pandaren payback. Time to settle old scores. Stop a moment. Think of Mr. Pandaria. There you were, looking at a dude on a dinosaur mount just sitting there. You target him. 
you attack. And eight seconds later, you're running back to your corpse. Well, you know, now that you're level 100 and you're starting to get decked out in some decent gear, there are a few people back in Pandaland that you should really pay a visit to. Like rares that drop vanity items. Ever had a problem with a rare? Now they have the problem. What about War Scouts and Warbringers? Just mention those guys, right? Yeah, you remember running away from them so you wouldn't die? Now they run in fear of you. Now remember, those guys drop Trillium. And that is still used in crafting for people to craft pets that they don't have. That still has value. That's true. The Warbringers drop mounts, of course. They got a chance. It'll be on its own. It's not in a bag or anything. They do have a chance to drop that. They both, of course, drop rep if anybody needs rep. Maybe for Chibos. Yeah. I mean, those things, that. they sell for seventeen fifty. Oh. So, 17 gold and 50 silver. Oh. I mean, yeah, a little less exciting, <laughs> wasn't it? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But just be aware that that spirit lady that comes out, she still hits pretty hard. So you okay. still want to kind of avoid yeah. her. And a little heads up that, um, and this goes for all of Pandaria here, it's cross realm, which means it's going to be crowded. And a lot of the stuff is going to be camped. So, World boss tours. Did the Shah ever make you angry? Now he will feel your wrath. Remember spending 30 minutes a week doing this? Now spend more time getting there than actually fighting. Yeah, these world boss guys in Pandaria, they still have a chance in mounts. Still very low, obviously. There are still regular weekly events for this on Open Raid, even though we're all 100 now, and but people still want to go back. So It's awesome because some of the guys put little numbers, like how many times they've done it, right? and, and they're up into the hundreds. Nice. <laughs> like, like Kiri's run number 339. <laughs> so. Remember the Thomas Isle? Oh, yeah. Did an elite snake ever ruin your day? Now you can ruin theirs. Did Zarheim's floating head give you the runaround? Not this time. Cinderfall? More like Cinderella. Still can't fly there, though. No. No. But, you know, here's a weird thing, though, right? Like, you can't fly right now in Warlords. Right. And then you get back to anywhere else, and half the time I forget I can fly. I'm like running around like, oh, wait, I can fly. And it, and you just fly. Yeah. How do you forget? Are, you, forget? are you like running in a flying mount on the ground? No. because I, are, you, are you summoning a ground mount? Yeah. You're not doing it right. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, because I summon my water walking mount. So I'm always okay. on, you know, I'm on my dread steed. So I'm going along on him. And then, and then realize like, oh. I can fly. And so I, I summoned my flying oh, mount. Oh, gotcha. Because I have a key bound. So, I see. I yeah. see. Backing up a patch. Isle of Giants. Did those skyscrapers used to make you scream? Now you make them scream. Get those dino pets. Get those dino mounts. Dino, dino, dino. And if you don't want to gather up all the bones, they're not bad to pick up anymore. You can get those on the auction house. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So you can sell the rest of your collection if you don't want to go back, or you can pick up some to go finish it off. Yeah. There's a mount at the end of that. Yeah. And some For pets like along 10, the way. 10,000, something crazy like that. Yeah. You get some pets off the, the dinomancers, I think they're called. You get pets off them. Yeah. The ankle biters and yeah. the toe nibblers. Do stay away from Moondasta. Um, we ain't that bad yet. No. 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 
No, we maybe, maybe a couple more expansions. Yeah, give me another expansion or something. <laughs> we'll go take care of Undasta. Don't forget about achievement runs. You remember the stress in trying to get everything just right? Now the only stress is the fractures in the mob skull. Yeah, you can find a lot of achievement runs on Open Raid. If you go over there, just kind of hover over, they can see what exactly they're going to be doing, what achievements they're going to skip, what they're going to do. And there's some that even focus on achievements, you know, very particular, like we are going to do this achievement and this achievement only. So those happen daily on Open Raid. In addition to achievement runs, there's always mount runs to do. A lot of the dungeons and raids had bosses that drop mounts. Did you ever rage quit before you got to them before? Now they will die by the rage of your fists. Some people should go back and just do Zerg runs. Do you remember the time and aggravation spent in dungeons? Now just Zerg them. That's all these people are doing. Like just to, what do they do? Like run in, aggro as many mobs as possible to the end. Yeah, just yeah. go. Just go. You just go Zerg, Zerg, Zerg. You just go as fast as you can. <laughs> if you die, you better res and catch back up because they just go, go, go. Siege of Ogamar, of course. Did you not complete it? Now's your chance. Didn't get a particular achievement? Now you can. Just want to see yourself high up there on the DPS charts. Others will shake their fists at you. Now, in all seriousness, if you're interested in doing anything for Mr. Pandaria, there is no better place than OpenRaid.org to get started. You find a group of like-minded individuals out to seek revenge on some of the netizens of Pandaria, and you go slay some dragons on the internet. As of this recording, there are over 130 Siege of Ogamar events in OpenRaid for Horde and Alliance combined. Remember, they started it. Now it's our turn to finish it. It's time for the add-on spotlight. Master Plan is an awesome add-on. It modifies some aspects of the Garrison Missions interface to make it easier to figure out what you want to do. And it can both suggest and complete parties to maximize mission rewards. I love this thing, Freck. Don't you, though? I do. You put it on the list. We're going to talk about it this week. Right. I didn't have it. And I was just like, eh, let me go look at this thing. I was hesitant about it, too. It was uh, Broadway Blues who first suggested it to me. And, and since then, I've had about three other people suggest it after the fact, but... I wasn't using any add-on at all. And I was like, well, I don't need one. I kind of like going through there and doing the UI the way it is. Oh, how wrong I was. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. This thing has been a absolute game changer for me. Now, it does a ton of stuff, but we're going to go over some of the highlights. Um, this is by no means comprehensive. When you look at the available missions tab, you'll first notice that it is more compact. And it shows you the mission's threats. And they are color-coded so you know if you can counter it or not. Did you notice this? I did. Right. So it's got a little green around it. If you've got a character who can counter it, it'll be blue if you have one, but they're on a mission already. And it'll be red if you don't have a character that can counter it. So if you see a mission and the little symbols are all green, that means you can start right now. You can take your followers and go... Uh, counter all the threats if it's blue that means you could counter it with some of your followers but some of them are way on a mission and if it's red that means you can't you don't have enough gear mm. level or you just don't have enough 
I like how it shows you the numbers across the top, so you know how many of your uh, followers are idle, if they're working, if they're on a mission, so you know exactly you know what what everybody's doing on, you know, exactly. as an overview. Yeah, I really like that. Put them to work. Yeah, they better be working. Now, a piece of information that you definitely wouldn't find in the default is the estimated expiration for each mission. Right. Right. So I had my high mall mission come up. I've been waiting for this thing, right? Right. And it comes up, and I had already had all my, my, my guys were out. I had some all away. And here's the high mall thing. And I'm like, oh, man, what am I going to do? I'm going to miss this what thing. What did you do? Well, I looked at it, and I realized that by the time my top three people were going to come back, that I was going to send into the high mall, it was, they will be arriving before that high mall mission expired. So I knew, no problem, I'll just send them in when they get back. So I wasn't, I didn't have to worry. And exactly. I, I did, you know, geekily set an alarm on my phone and get up and go <laughs> send them in the high mall. But... uh I knew I didn't have to worry about it. I knew I wasn't going to miss out on that opportunity. Exactly. It does give you a range of time. I've seen it say something like expires in zero to two hours. Um, but typically it's it's accurate within that range. So you do have a very good idea of what you need to start on now and what you can wait on. Now these missions can be sorted by the expiration time, or they can also be sorted by success chance how much experience the followers would gain, the time, the duration, or the level. Right. What I like to do on this is sort of by level because I believe it is like 97 and above is the only time you get salvage stuff back. So anything like 96 and below, I think the threshold is 96. Oh, I love getting salvage. So you only want to do 97 to 100. Or then all your your other ones, for the, the, the eye level ones you can True. do too. yeah. Uh, so I sort of by that, I, I don't really, really right now even worry about anything under 97. Unless I've got nothing else going on, then I'm just like, eh, let me go and find some 100% and do them. Yeah, especially the treasure missions that you get from the end. I try to do oh, yeah. those. Yep. Yeah. When you go to the mission detail page, the follower list is sorted, and it will move the followers with counters to that mission's threat to the top of the list. So instead of having to, you know, find them. Right. right. I don't even do that, but we'll come back to this later about okay. what I do. It also has a missions of interest tab, and this shows certain high-level reward missions that may become available to you. These aren't anything that are guaranteed to show up. Um, they are just missions of interest that you might see. And this has already been updated for 6.1. They've already data mined nice. some upcoming garrison missions. It's always nice to see what could pop for you. Exactly. Yep. My favorite thing in the active missions tab is the complete all button. Uh, uh, I don't know about anybody else, but I know when I first started doing garrison missions and I click complete them and they do a little animation. You, you liked know, it. You told me you I liked it. I did like it. It was cute. It was fun. It was exciting. It was five seconds of your life you lost. It, it got old. It did. And now if you're in a time crunch, you're trying to, you know, do your missions before, in your case, before you get caught and kicked off the computer. No, well, for what? At work? I'm allowed to do that. No, at home. Oh, oh yeah. That happened once. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But this, you know, you could just com- complete it all. Yeah, and here's the thing. When you do that, it's not like you complete it and you're done. It does go through. It takes about a half second for each thing. So you click it, it goes completed, completed, completed. Well, I'll say completed. success or, or Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And then as soon as all those are done, you get a summary window that pops up and you see all the loot that you got. All the loot. I'll show you all the followers leveling up. Right. Show their progress bar. So that's cool. If you really want to go through the whole suspense thing for a particular mission, you can always click on one and complete that one. Yeah, you can watch click stuff yeah. around. I, yeah, yeah. So if you miss that animation. Yeah. You can- and I've done that every once in a while for something that had like a really low chance on. Like I, I sent my followers out on a mission that had a 12% uh, rate. Right. And I was just like curious. And it's really cool because I actually succeeded at it. Oh, congrats. It's like all three times, I was like, whoa, that one won too, you know. So. <laughs> it's fun to do every once in a while. I'm glad I don't have to do that all the time. Now, this add-on also makes your followers a lot easier to manage. It can be very tricky to keep track of all the different followers' traits. Right. You may have too much of one. Right, like right now, I have too much of one and then none of some of the other traits. Exactly. I made the mistake when I got the dance studio one. <laughs> I think I made the same mistake. <laughs> to get the te- you know, teacher follower the dance trait. Well, it sounds like that's just something fun, like something right. added to it. No, it replaces. It replaces. And what yeah. that does is it counters danger zones and whatever. I don't even know because I wasn't paying attention. But it replaced some other trait for that follower. I did the same thing with that. And then I did the same thing when it's like it said, uh, you know, like re-roll a follower's oh, the trait. trainer's certificate. Yeah, and I yeah. thought I'll get to pick what he gets to do. No. 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 Incorrect. <laughs> I was like, it's it. literally a re-roll, a re-randomization. Right. Now, number, now, granted, the guy that I was doing that on was kind of worthless anyhow. Right. And now he's a little less worthless. So I deactivated him. <laughs> <laughs> but the show's a little summary. And it's it's by Icon with a number. So you can quickly see. Like, I, I noticed I had, like, six people who could counter danger zones. Right. A and lot only, of people dancing. Yeah, I know. Like and a only dance had party. One, <laughs> only had one who could counter spells. Dance, dance, fever. Exactly, yeah. exactly. We can't have that. No. <laughs> and it shows you if you have people who have, uh, you know, engineering or, wh- or whatever buildings they can work in. Uh, it shows that in there, too. You can also, also upgrade your follower's gear or weapon through the followers tab. You don't have to go find that item in your bag. It's basically when you're looking at your followers and you click on them, it shows them their weapon level and item level. It'll add a little arrow next to that, oh. and then if you have an item that will increase that, you can just press it. I have not done that. Yeah. I still went to my bag and was upgrading things manually. Oh, you got to do this now. So, love, 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 absolutely love. This completely revolutionized the way my garrisons work and the success rate I was having and the speed that I get done at. But here's what I do. When you open it up and you go to the Available Missions tab, it shows all the missions down down on the rows, right? And on each line of the of the available mission, it's got the level, it's got the name of the mission, and it's got buttons. And if you look at the buttons, it has a little percent chance of success. It might say 55, it might say 62, it might say 100. If you click on that button, it assigns the best followers for that automatically. I don't think I've tried that. That is so fast. Okay. You just literally go click, and then you click start mission. So there's two clicks. You It automatically selects the best team for it at the 100% chance rate or 98, whatever the percent chance rate is. You click on it, you're done. Now, the other thing that it does is really awesome. In that same line, it might say, 
you know, 50% chance, 100% or let's say 85% chance. And then next to it, it'll say two hours colon 100% chance. What that means is you have followers out on a mission. They'll be back in two hours. And when they're back, they can do this mission in 100% success rate. So I'm like, okay, in two hours, I'll be able to do that. Let me leave that one alone. Let me move on down. So you do that. You just click, click, done. Click, click, done. Click, click, done. You're out of there. It's awesome. Master plan. It's over at curse.com. Not, you know, you guys get the premium account. So it auto updates it for you. It's already has stuff in for patch 6.1. Great job by the author there. And it'll just revolution completely revolutionize what you guys are doing your garrisons if you're not using this yet. Absolutely. It's one of those things like you never knew how much you needed it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, uh, like, I, you know, people, like, I've shown them at work, and I've shown them other places, like, these are garrisons, and here are the follower merchants, and they're kind of like, oh, so you spend, like, what, 10 minutes doing this every morning? And it's kind of like, whoa, yeah. Now, this was earlier in the show, I alluded to an add-on I was showing people at work. It was this add-on. Right. And one of the guys who plays, wow, avidly, he's in a raiding guild the whole nine yards, doesn't do garrisons or follower missions rather. And I'm like, why don't you do follower missions? He's like, ah, math. I'm like, what do you mean math? He goes, well, you got to drag these people, drag these people. Uh, it's only like yeah. a 40% chance. You got to go drag these people, drag. Okay. Now it's a 60% chance. I'm like, well, look at this. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> it does the math for you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he's like, Oh, I got to get this. And so, he was the guy who got the premium account immediately and then was like, why isn't it here? You know, so. <laughs> it's like, really, dude? Uh-huh. <laughs> so thank you, Freck. I guess thanks go even further out extending past you uh, over to Broadway Blues for bringing it to your attention and you uh, bringing it to my attention. Because, you know, there are a lot of times that you hear people go, oh, you really need to try this add-on and it's, you may not trust them. And you're kind of like, well, that may work for you, but I don't think it's going to work for me. Well, you know, it's you not a matter of not trusting somebody, but different people have different tastes. Right. You know. So I said, you know, that may work for you, may not, but this one is going to work for everybody. Absolutely. Unless you just love doing math and you love, you, you know. love dragging and dropping. Dragging and dropping and spending 10 minutes in the morning when you can only spend like, you know, two doing it this way. <laughs> so, again, that is masterplancurse.com. Go get it. You will definitely thank us. Later. We're not all perfect. Slash facepalm. So I was in an LFR. Yeah. In High Mall. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, we had a few wipes. Everyone's kind of trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, so you're in tourist mode and you're wiping? Yeah, and then the tank pipes up and says... Guys, guys, you... Totally need to try to play without any UI. You get to feel the raid. You know, get immersed as you bathe in the blood of your enemies. And then the healer goes, so that's why you keep pulling when I'm out of mana, huh? <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this guy's playing with no UI. No UI. And he's just like, I'm immersed in the <laughs> I'm sure it's really cool. I'm sure it made him feel like he was in a movie. I'm sure he really just got all involved with his character and was really intense on beating down these ogres. 
But and, um, <laughs> and, and meanwhile, everybody's wiping. Yeah. So what happened to this guy? Everybody's really oh, killed him. Oh yeah, we got kicked. We kicked him. You kicked the tank. Oh sure. A tank getting kicked at LFR is amazing in this expansion. No, that happens. Does it really? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I could tank with my Voidwalker and not get kicked out. But you're not the tank. But my Voidwalker would be. (laughs) Just saying. Anyway, anyway, look, I know where this guy's coming from because remember I've talked a few times about turning off the nameplates? Yes. I do like that. However, when I go into a raid or pvp i turned it back on sure yeah because that way you know what people are talking about because i'm i'm responsible you got you got your role Absolutely. to fill yes yeah. very true very true now questing it's really cool because you're like like spires of a wreck you know it's like this gloomy forest mm. trying to figure out which of these bird people are gonna kill you and which ones are your friends you know you want to creep along slowly look around soak in your surroundings if you will mm. And just really just take it all in. Feel like you're in this forest. I enjoy that. Yeah, but not in a raid. Not in a raid, you no. Just, it's, it's, my, it's the same reason why I'm really kind of mad at Blizzard for putting in cutscenes in the middle of raids and dungeons. It's like, I I understand what they're doing. Like, I wanted to enjoy the content. Like, I, I want to see what happens after I kill the boss. But not in the middle. Not I don't like the cutscenes that are like you. You just you know you run down a hall and all of a sudden there's a cutscene that shows you running to the end of the hall. It's like I'm already running in the hall. I don't <laughs> need to see myself cinematically running in the hall. Well, no, my issue with that is if I want to be immersed and enjoy the content. Now I'm holding up the raid. Right. Everyone's you like know? going, "Come on, Hunter, Hunter." And you don't even see it, so I get back. Like, what are you? What are you doing? Like the really cool one at the end of Siege of Ogamar. But that was at the end. That's where but, it belonged. Yeah, except people be rolling on stuff. Yeah, true. I remember that. <laughs> uh, the fact, I think that happened to us with you after your first season. Yeah, probably. And we're all like, why can't we? Oh, Rex watching a cinematic. What else are you going to do? I mean, how often do you get to see cinematics? YouTube. I don't want to watch YouTube. I want to see what happens. You know, you said something very poignant the other night. What did I Actually, say? Actually, it wasn't you. Somebody else said something okay, very thank poignant. You. What? <laughs> It was in our meetup. Right. And they said, YouTube is for people who like YouTube. <laughs> that is so poignant. I don't even understand it. I know. Right? <laughs> so that, that, that was said at our, at our meetup group. So, wow. Okay. So you take the tank. That's still crazy. That is. So did you guys finish after he left? Did oh, he... yeah. I finished. I, you know, that was the only time I ever wiped there. Now, granted, I've only been in there once, but I did get three wings done right. in like one week, oh, sure. which never happened to me during Mr. Pandaria. Well, the third wing is just like two trash bulls and the boss. Right, right. So does that even count? I don't know. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to going back in and doing them all like one to one to one, just right, right after right, the other. So yeah. that's going to be fun. Well, congrats. Thanks for sharing. That is a, a very, very funny story. Speaking of High Mall, if you're looking for a group to get that done with, Open Raid has over 339 events currently scheduled on their website. And if you really like playing games, then you might want to join Freck and I for a nice little round of AOE. That's right. It's the only trivia game where you don't have to be right to win. Not exactly right. Which in Root's case is very hey. helpful. <laughs> <laughs> How many times 
times you won just by educated guestimation. Uh, several, uh, several, and I think I won. I think I won one by being like completely wrong, and then I won on time or something. <laughs> I don't think I got a single answer you won right. By just being really fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's one of my strategies. Don't dilly dally. If I don't know the number, make something up and go. Exactly. Because you never know. You might you might end up with the same number, be close, whatever. And then at the end, you get down to like, you know, one second faster. They just, you just exactly, got to do it. Exactly. So it's wild trivia. You don't have to be exactly right to win. You don't have to think of any crazy names. That's always hard for me to Just remember. numbers. It's just numbers. Um, if you want to play, you can play versus Root or myself. I suggest playing against Freckleface. Mm. We used to call it heroic mode, remember? <laughs> it's like normal and heroics. Let's just bring that up again. Yeah, we should yeah. call mine uh, LFR. <laughs> But you're definitely looking for a next contestant for HearthCast AOE, and it's so easy to do. It takes about 20 minutes of your time, and we are here at the studio on Mondays between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, we'll just Skype you into the show, and uh, if you want to do it, just send an email over to podcast at hearthcast.com. Send us your Skype details, and we'll take care of getting you scheduled in for the show, and then you can play Freckleface. Or wait. No, Freckleface. Trust me. Oh, by the way, if you do win, then we give you a year's Curse Premium account. So you get a little code that's worth 12 months of Curse Premium just for winning a round of AOE. We want to give a very special thank you to Kevin from the Dark Moon Herald for lending us his awesome voice talents this week. Go check out Dark Moon Herald's podcast over at darkmoonherald.com. We also want to give a special thank you to Battle Panel from OpenRate for helping me out with the current statistics that they've got over there with all the runs that they are doing. And also Roe over at Realm Maintenance for the continued support and help this week. want to thank our followers on Twitter and our friends on Facebook. And as we close the show, I want to thank all of you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HearthCastFreck and at HearthCastRoot, or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page. Visit our website, HearthCast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface.